If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. But let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. Hello, welcome to our world with your host, Ned Boy and Doc. Ned, how are you today? Everything's good. Just want to let the people know today, after today's show, we're going hiatus for a little while, but you can check out our YouTube page at NetBoyDoc. There's over 40 episodes to keep you busy until we return. Um, so enjoy, people. Okay, we're also now on the Apple iTunes world, people. All, well, not all the episodes, but the last 17 plus today's show, which will be 18 episodes, will be located there also. Our World Netboy Doc at Apple iTunes. It's a freebie, so you don't have to pay to listen. Oh, man. You know what? I want to do a little something different. I like, thank you. I'm just going to say something that's going to sound bizarre. I'm going to say thank you, Trump, for taking a little time off. So I don't have to spend 20 minutes of my fucking show speaking about you today. Definitely. And and as far as I know, he didn't drop any uh, ass bombs over the weekend. So it's pretty quiet on that front for just five minutes. So I'll yeah, take that. He's his vacation. His, Good his, for him. His, va- his vacation so far every other weekend. Yeah. Well, he's supposed to be going for the next 17 days. So. Yeah. You know, the the world could use a break. How about that? The world could use a break. Yep. Did Did you watch any uh, of the boxing this weekend? No, but I heard that this Lomancello guy is a monster, but uh, I, I fell asleep on the fight. Vlasi uh, Lomachenko fought Miguel Magara. And I'm going to tell you something now. Lomachenko is a special freak of nature. This guy is like, it's only his ninth professional fight. But so supposedly he fought like 300 times as an amateur. Oh. The shit I hear that, he stays, I hear that he stays and he fights with you. Like he's toe to toe. He's not running. No, no. He's a phone booth fighter. He does tricks that only masters can do. I'm not talking regular fighters. He's, you could tell that there's a genius level to the way he fights. Okay. I mean, I've never seen him, and I heard the hype. So I said, you know what? I had fucking got to see it. And thank God the fight was on ESPN. So I T-voted. Yeah. So I didn't have to stay up to see it. I watched it Sunday morning, like 3 o'clock Sunday morning. I'm watching this fucking fight. 
And it's just yeah, some... I don't know why. I, I, I always forget that I have a DVR. Oh, well, you know what? I live on my DVR. I mean, I don't watch. I've said this many times. Other than professional sports and the news, I watch nothing live. Every Matter of fact, I, I don't like to pick up my phone when it's NFL Sunday because I, I can't even look at my phone or Yahoo or anything because I'm always – actually, I watch those games a little delayed too because I don't want to deal with commercials, man. All right. But if you – this is a seven-round a seven fight. And if you want to just see somebody at a mastery level do what they do, you could investigate just watching around in this guy. Because some of the shit that he does, we seen. I mean, we're fight fans. We've seen a lot of boxes in our lives. Mm-hmm. But I've really only seen one other guy be able to do what he does. And his name was Muhammad Ali. Oh, wow. There are tricks that this guy does. I mean... Some of them border on total illegal, but they're <laughs> legal. We, what, what he does is he's a lefty, right? Yep. And so when a lefty fights a righty, what he wants to do is he wants to put his foot on the outside of the righty's foot so that he can't circle him. Yeah. But this guy does it even a little more. He'll step on the front of your foot. Oh, so now so he's you, not for you to move. You not only can't you move, you already off balance because he stepped on your fucking foot. Yep. Then he fights you so close, net, that you don't have the ability to swing your arms. You can't move your. How could you win a fight against a guy he doesn't even let you move your arms? <laughs> and he fights from angles, crazy angles. Like you'll be standing straight, and he'd be on the side of you, and oh, he wow. beats you from your hip to your head, and down back from your head, back down to your hip. So no part of your body does he not hit. Yeah, somebody was, told me that it was like if if, if all if uh, most of the boxers fight like Lemachenko, boxing would actually be interesting. But it would be, yes, you, not only would it be interesting, because it would be so top level. It would be what boxing was meant to be, the yeah. sweet science. Boxing is supposed to be a sweet science. They're supposed to be... Okay, I love the UFC. And see, UFC proves this all the time, right? UFC proves there are checks and balances that you must do to not get caught in certain things. Certain things that you must do to get out of certain things. Hmm. Fighters nowadays just seem to be, okay, I can throw hard blows. I'm fast. I'm flashy. I got a little defense while I'm young. And that's it. My favorite yeah, fighter. keeps it, though, because there's been a lot of fighters that fight in the pocket, but after a while, they can't take punches. Listen, this generation that just passed, the best phone booth pocket dirty fighter was Bernard Hopkins. He did not have a pair. He did not have anybody come close. Bernard Hopkins fought like he still was fighting in a jail cell. <laughs> he didn't give you room. He knew how to use arms, shoulders, wrists. See, that's what people are expecting out of Connor. Connor to use some form of dirty boxing. And see, dirty boxing, but people don't realize that Floyd is a master at dirty boxing. Floyd uses that front shoulder as a third hand. Yeah. If you really look at a Floyd fight, he throws he throws that front shoulder into you all the time. 
That's his third hand. So I guess you didn't watch the UFC either. No, I haven't. I didn't catch any sports this weekend. Okay. Well, I'll keep it real brief on that. UFC had uh, their main event was Sergio Pettis um, versus Brandon Moreno. Was this the Mexico thing? Yeah, in Mexico. Okay. Yeah. These are two 23-year-olds. Sergio Pettis is uh, older brother is the other Pettis who was the world champion. This card, the reason I like this card so much, this card proved that you didn't have to always have big names to have a great card. There were four ridiculous fucking knockouts in this fight. One that happened in 26 seconds. One that happened in about 15 seconds. Oh, wow. There was a choke out in about three minutes. There was another okay. submission, I think, in like four minutes. So four, say five of the fights went the distance. And the other five fights were like, if you got up to piss and came back, you missed it. <laughs> so this gave you, I mean, it literally gave you everything, everything. That's very good. I like when fights happen that way. That way, it seems like instead of sitting there for three hours, you might actually be there two hours because all the fights ended quick. Yeah, well, you know, they drag it out. That's when they go to that booth shit. Yeah. With, and that's when you need the, the DVR. Yeah, you can just walk away. See, me, I DVR'd it because this was FX1, so this wasn't a pay-per-view. This wasn't a oh, UFC so channel. Commercials and everything. Yeah, yeah. So, fast forward. Okay, on <laughs> to the next thing. You know, and that, that, worked, that worked out perfect for me. Now, I just want to talk some shit here. Well, I did see... Uh, the great Usain Bolt, final race, he actually lost to Justin Gatlin. Yeah, who's his arch rival? So it's like passing the torch, I guess, in some way. Yeah, yeah. you know what? Justin has been chasing. You know, poor Justin had to come up. Well, first of all, Justin was dirty, so he was suspended for four years. But Justin had to live in the same time frame that Usain Bolt because he has more silver medals Yep. <laughs> for all kinds of shit because you saying existed. But you know what? It, it it was a pleasure seeing another goat in my lifetime. I got to see a lot of goats in my lifetime. He's one of those goats that I got to see. And it was it was a pleasure watching this guy run. Even though yeah, he didn't run for my right. country. Yeah, if he plays it right, he could be a multimillionaire for the rest of his life. You know what? For all the endorsement. Uh he's pretty much Mr. Puma. Yeah. Uh you know what? We don't get to see everything that he does over in Europe. So as long as he keeps his face out there, and he likes being kind of like a celebrity, so I, I don't. I think you. I think he's fine. Hertz are making a new OJ in their commercials. Who running through the airport? Hertz. That's the old OJ commercials when he was running through the airport. Right. They Hussein Bolt could take over that uh, 2017 catching the flight. Okay. Now just stay away from the knives and. Hacking up people later on in life. <laughs> leave that shit alone, you know. Please leave that alone. He's now living like a king in Jamaica anyway. Oh yeah, or or like I said, London or wherever the Paris, yeah. wherever the fuck he wants. You know that racing takes you around the world, so he's got to see wherever he likes the best and settle there. Did you um? You hear about this fucking usher? Yeah, I was just actually talking about this to somebody else, and I was like, 
this is this reminds me of like the Bill Cosby thing. One person comes out, and I guarantee by the end of this year there'll be like ninety people coming out saying Usher gave them herpes. Well, see, here's the deal, and and this is freaking me out. You know, I go to TMZ, and and Usher's a better man than me. Okay, first of all, he's a much better man than me because the chick that sued him today had to be borderline three bills easy. Okay. Okay. And not only that, she said he cherry picked her out the audience. So it wasn't like he ran into her. He picked her. Yeah. And and it's nothing wrong if you like three hundred pound women. Nothing. If that's your it just makes you a better man than me. Okay. But the thing that's flipping me out is it's two women. But what's with the dude? There's a dude. <laughs> what's with the Usher? What's with the dude? My thing is, uh, how, all right, let's say, all right, let's say I slept with you, three, well, not you, I slept with a person three years ago, and I had herpes, and I, I gave it to her, whatever, and now, there's also other people I slept with, but they may have had called herpes from somewhere else. How do you know that I gave that to you? Well, you know what? The, the can of worms is open on Usher's ass. The, yeah, that's and, what happened. He did it kind of to himself. Who the fuck signs a $1.1 million check over to a woman? The fr- let's not forget the original woman who sued him. He paid her off. And, and, and yeah. that's not disputable. And here's the deal. I know it's hard because I've been there. Don't get married and settle down until you're fucking ready. Not, don't let the church... Don't let the pressures of your mother, I want grandchildren, none of that bullshit. When you're ready to, to devote your life to one woman, do it. Don't do it before then. You keep, I'm like, damn, you don't have, you just leave with these women raw? You don't have no condoms or nothing? You know, it, it, don't all celebrity men realize that their semen is lottery tickets? <clears throat> lottery tickets. Yeah, I guess not. Especially if you're picking... Checks out the audience and just have the random sex. Yeah, there should be no. I mean, you know what? Thank God that's not my world. I mean, I've been with the same chick for, damn, I'm 21 years married. I'll be 22 in a couple of months. And you, you got to put like two and a half years on that. I've been with the same one for over 24 years. So condoms not a part of my life. But if it would have been, if I was out there, they would have been. Yeah. You understand? I mean, I think that if you, if you're both tested and you know that nobody's cheating in your household, you ain't got to deal with that bullshit unless, you know, that's the only uh, contraceptive you're using. But fuck that, man. Unless someone runs up to you and, and slap you with a face of piss or shit or with a needle. Oh, yeah, but then what you going to do? That's, uh, you know, and, and, and that's like an episode of ours, so. Yeah, yeah you that's know. what the correction officers deal with every day. Yeah, yeah. see, that's not, you know. In, in the offices that I worked in, I don't. I, the, the chance of that happening to me was like slim to none. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny, someone coming to the office and slap an employee with shit. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> now you are definitely talking about a mental head case there. <laughs> First of all, I always thought that all prisoners that do that is fucking deranged, and they should be charged instantly with attempt murder. I watched an interview with Tiffany Haddish, and she talked about one time her shitting in her ex-boyfriend's shoe. 
See, this is the woman that had him put his feet in the in the shoe. See now, if he would have if he would have turned around and like gave a, a full fucking punch to the jaw, <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to say that he's now an abuser <laughs> because she does. You know that woman needs to slow it fucking down just a notch, just a notch, man. I'm telling you, we talked about. Yeah, it I don't before. think she realized yet that her celebrity has taken off. Maybe when she made the Bill Cosby joke last week, because that that made like all the newspapers. And before Girls Trip, it w- it wouldn't have even been a blip on no one's radar. Yeah, but you know what? Be a celebrity, go and have fun, but don't ever, 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 as a woman, talk about any kind of taking shit. It's nothing <laughs> funny nor cute. That's not what you want to be known. Oh, that's the chick that if you get her mad, she'll shit in your bed or shit in your food. What is she, the fucking maid? You remember the movie The Maid? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think what you call him won a fucking Oscar because her character made a shit cake. <laughs> because there was no other reason that she should have won an Oscar for that role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> shit cake. You know, this is crazy. But other dudes, did you see, have you ever heard of that song Despacito? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, three billion views on, well, they're going towards three billion views on YouTube. I think it's the first number one Spanish song in the country in 30 years. So shout out to Luis Fonzi, I guess that's his name. Isn't it Boy uh, Daddy Yankees on that and Bieber? Yeah, the original version is Louis Fonzie featuring Daddy Yankee, and then the remixes with Justin Bieber. So which one is the one that's uh, actually the blown-up one? Well, the one with Justin Bieber is 464 million times. So, but altogether, they added both of them together, and it's about three billion. And you want to know something? I like the song. Yeah, it's a it's a catchy tune. I'm kind of tired of it now, but you can I guess you could basically say that's the song of the summer. Yeah, they played the shit out of that when I was in Vegas. Yeah, and I'm going to Puerto Rico in three days, so I'm pretty sure they're going to play this shit. Well, you know, you know how that is. You get some kind of country pride. Trust me, that shit by Psych, uh, uh, whatever that crazy song he had, they must have been playing that shit in Korea like day and night. Oh, oh. Uh, Gundam, Gundam style. style. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> I actually had that on my iPod, so. Oh, you know what? I haven't heard Gundam style since it died, and I never want to hear that shit again. <laughs> you know, certain... they was playing that in clubs. Oh well, see, I thank God I never ended up in that club. It's just like <laughs> that. Uh, do the Macarena? Certain oh, shit yeah, you yeah. you just don't. They, they were fine for that moment, and you never. There's no need to ever hear them again. Yeah, yeah, that's so. That whoever made the Macarena had to be like a one hit wonder, though. Yeah, those dudes were like 710 years old, the both of them. Yeah, I don't even... I'm, you might hear that like at an older wedding during when they playing like an electric slide or something. The DJ might touch on the Macarena. Actually, actually, to tell you the truth, that song makes me the saddest... That's the saddest song in my life. Which one? The electric slide. Oh, the electric slide. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why the electric slide is so sad. The electric slide is for that motherfucker who can't get a partner. Uh, they 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 awkward, and they sitting there all fucking day, probably eating. They eating like two meals, all greasy lip. And then as soon as electric slide comes up, everybody to the dance floor. It's yeah. like you could be you could be corky, 
you could be fucking Trump. Get to the dance floor, and I'm going to teach you how to do the electrics. I always fucking hate it. And you know what? I do not get myself involved with the electric slide. I'm not doing it. That, to me, is for the sad people. It's electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Yeah, That's yeah. Get your sad ass off the... You ain't dancing all night, and here's your chance. You don't really need a part. Um, Mr. C, something slide. What's it called? God damn it, this escaped my head. Man, I hate group dances. I hate <laughs> those fucking group dances. It's just something wrong about it. It's like it was meant for it was meant for the sad person. At well, the it fu- does. If everyone, because I've been at parties where everyone was sitting down like dances. Everyone was sitting down. Then they put on an electric slide, and it, it gets everyone up, and it kind of gets the party started. Oh, and yeah. then even R. Kelly hit, hit the nail on the head when he came up with "Step in the Name of Love." Because they added their own like electric slide to that. Yeah, then you had the didn't okay. You had the electric slide. Then you got to that country one that was out a couple of years ago. They play a oh, lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I I don't know those dances. I saw that when I was on the cruise before, and I was like, oh shit, what is this? They don't play this in New York. You know, so so uh, I'm not really a big fan of that that those kind of dances, man. Because I always got a dance partner, and I've never been shy. I have never been shy when it comes to dancing. Even when I was a little kid. See, I grew up in a fucked up era, Net. I'm a yellow boy with a big fucking afro. The Jackson Fives were real popular. I don't know how many times I was drugged into a room full of grown-ups. Dance! Even Michael Jackson! How many fucking times as a little boy... I was done, dragged out to do. I mean, it, we like we had no choice. I seen him. He can do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> you got a room full of fucking drinking adults telling. Uh, actually, it's abuse. It's I'm five, trip. six years old, and I'm being fucking forced to dance like Michael Jackson because we both happen to have big afros and we're black. <laughs> well, one was black. Oh yeah. Well, at that time he was black. He was super black. Yeah, His yeah. fucking nose was from here to Washington. He was basically black until after Thriller, I guess. Off yeah, yeah. Oh, see, nobody was getting me to fucking do no Michael Jackson after that. I'm talking <laughs> ABC Michael Jackson. Little kid. <laughs> I don't know how many... I mean, it was like, you know, when you got fucking 12 aunts and uncles, man, and and they don't give a fuck about giving you a sucker punch, man, you start doing shit that you just don't want to do all the time. As long as you ain't walking into a dynamite. Oh, man. No, 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 no. Uh, you know, no, it was no dynamite, but come on, do the Michael Jackson. I don't want to do it. I mean, I think one time motherfuckers woke me up out of bed. Get that boy up and get him out here. He can do it good. I was like, oh, man, look at this bullshit I got to go through. This is real bullshit. Um, now, talking about kids, this is just interesting to me. How long do you can? Uh, I don't even know uh, the the, the uh, concept. But how long were you, or how old were you before, like Santa, the Tooth Fairy, and everything was out of your life? Well, I think the Tooth Fairy stopped when I lost my last tooth, because most kids lose they all their teeth between first and third grade. Santa. I'm not going to lie. My mother played the shit out of Santa until I want to say maybe 
sixth grade, maybe. How old is that? Eleven. What? Get the fuck out of here! Nobody beat you up. No, but I mean, it wasn't something in school. Where I was like, "Oh, Santa Claus is gonna bring me such and such." Oh, that's happened, But my mom had this thing where there was no gifts. There was not. There wasn't shit. There was. Well, all we had was a tree. She wouldn't put nothing under the tree. She used to stay up till the wee hours of Christmas Eve till you pass out. Then when you woke up Christmas Day, you had. Hundreds of freaking gifts under the tree. See, well, there's a difference now and then. I would agree. Oh, yeah, my definitely. my generation didn't put shit under the tree either. Uh, oh. That became more of this new generation because everybody wants to brag how much shit, how many boxes under the tree. Yeah. But I I knew about Santa by mistake real young. I don't know, five, six years old. I looked in the closet and I seen toys. Oh, see, we never. My mom never kept anything in the apartment. Oh yeah, well, my parents did, and and they told me, you know, I was like, "What's going on here?" You know, I was, <laughs> and and they just said, "You know, sit down, and we'll we'll explain." And they explained to me, you know, there's no there's no Santa Claus, baby, and I was like, yeah. "Oh shit, yeah, yeah." Now, so what about those fucking five programs you had me? watch about this cocksucker earlier today <laughs> yeah. but they did like you know because my birthday is the day after christmas yeah and i always wondered did you why... get birthday gifts and christmas gifts no 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 see i was a spoiled child i okay. always got birthday gifts and i always got christmas gifts oh, i wasn't right, cool. i wasn't one of those little negroes that had to have everything combined <laughs> my parents had a couple of dollars <laughs> so we and on top of it we always did a special shopping on my birthday. I don't know about today. You might be able to enlighten me. But back in my day, you could go to Toys R Us and stuff like that, and they would have shit for like $3. If it was like people ran through the malls back then, and, you know, they have break shit. So yep. everything would be on sale the day after Christmas. Oh, yeah, always, all, all the time. Day so, after I tell people, you'll save money if you can shop the day after Christmas. My so my mother always my father didn't get involved with that bullshit. She would drag me and my little brother and take us shopping every my birthday every single year, oh, and cool. I would come home with like gobs. But we we lived in a different world. This is a video game. I actually had board games. No, oh, yeah, yeah, I had board games too. You know, I oh, had shit I, like I, Monopoly and Life. Yeah, same thing here. I try to tell people, I was like, when I stopped believing in Santa Claus, I might be lying about sixth grade, maybe fifth grade or something, but I know when I stopped believing in Santa Claus, Christmas kind of got boring to me. Even though it's still my favorite holiday of the year, but I felt like I knew what I was getting. With, it was a whole, it was a different surprise factor when I believed in Santa Claus. Hmm. Now it's like, oh, tell me what you want. And I would tell my mother what she want, what I wanted, and it would just be there Christmas morning. Yeah, well, that's the game that me and my wife play. I... I don't like to be surprised. I hate fucking surprises. Don't surprise <laughs> me with anything, man. I just don't like it. And uh, I remember she's going to be mad at me, but it, I got to be honest. We first started dating. So it was. I think it might have been our first Christmas. So she decides to buy me all these fucking pants. Not like I didn't have clothes, but she decides to buy, but she buys me a pair of burgundy pants. 
Now, I don't do burgundy pants with my skin tone. I look like shit. I'm too yellow. You don't put, like, yellow next to burgundy, right? Just a bad combination. And I knew it broke a heart. So ever since then, and we're talking 23 years ago, you tell me what you want, I will get that. I'll tell you what you want, and you don't get me what you want me to get, and I won't get you what I want to get you. And we've never had problems. Cause I do feel I feel like throughout the year I'm I'm dropping hints, so you should know what the hell I'm into, what I like. Like I remember one year, I don't care. She got me a a, a suit, and I'm like, I wear a suit what twice a year. Matter of fact, that suit that was maybe like six Christmases ago. That suit's still in my closet. It didn't even get hemmed yet. Oh wow. They probably don't even fit. And I'm like, why would, why would you go out and buy me a suit? It's not like a, I wear suits every single day. Well, she felt that she needed to have at least a couple of suits in the closet. I have a couple in the closet, but I, I wear them to the holiday party, uh, her holiday party, maybe wedding. And every time there's an event, I'll just go out and buy a new one. But I'm like, and the suit was brown. Brown is not my, I'm not like a, chocolate brown type of suit guy. Mm. Yeah, I uh, burgundy fucking pants, man. I, I was like, what the fuck, <laughs> man? I, 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 I might look Hispanic, but I'm not fucking Hispanic. I'm, what the fuck am I going to do with burgundy pants? Hey, you could be uh, tapping into your Brooklyn roots. Oh, man. You see, a lot of people in Brooklyn wear colors that's, uh, they're having like make green pants and uh, man, I ain't that brown dude. shirt. Now, <laughs> pink sneakers. Now, trust me, I will wear a burgundy jacket, maroon jacket, maroon shirt, but not pants. First of all, I was like, ah, man, what the fuck am I going to wear this with? And it it, it was, I I guess I looked so disappointed that she actually took these shits back. Oh, you couldn't even fake happiness? See, that's the one thing about me. I can't fake happiness. (laughs) I I don't have that in me. See, my parents, this is what, I'm going to tell you now. If you're a parent and you're listening to me, if you don't want a certain type of child, you have a responsibility to do certain things or not do certain things. If you give us too much of a voice, we are never going to lose that voice our entire life. My parents let me debate with them. You get it? As a child, I was allowed, like if I was in a court of law, to always state my case. They were always writing in, but I was allowed to at least, I never was told, shut up and sit down. That didn't, my parents did not come from, I don't know what was, they were real liberal. They did not ever say, no, they would always tell me, your voice is important. Be heard. Speak. That's why we didn't allow, they didn't allow crying. Because crying is not a language. Talking is a language. Express yourself. Learn to take losses. When I put this loss on your ass, accept it. Move on, and we can enjoy ourselves. Because they also didn't spank. Now, they believed in punishment. I was locked in that fucking room for months at a time, man. (laughs) Oh, man, I I got some devastating punishments. Oh, you won't be going out for the next 60 days. What the fuck is that? Home and school. Home, school. You (laughs) You got football practice? We know what time that ends. You should be home a half an hour after that. And that's it. And I was like, damn. 
<laughs> but you know, I, I have to tell people you have to your kid. Your kid has to have some form of punishment because these kids that don't have punishment are fucking crazy. I call them killers. They're gonna need to be killers or jailbirds. Yeah, but that was my punishment. I mean, but you know, uh, my buddies used to go like this, man. Shit, you got it easy. I was like, I got it easy. I can't even come out. I didn't, you know, after about two weeks, I started begging for the stoop. Can I get the stoop? <laughs> okay, you can get the stoop, but until the uh, street light comes on, then you got to be back in. And my buddies were getting shit like this done out of the bathtub into the electric cord. And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Yeah, my mom. I don't know. I might have taken. I might have taken some whoopings just not for some, in order not to be punished. Because the whooping ain't gonna last that long. Listen, I nobody getting me to get no fucking tub so I can be like a wet. Oh no, I get in a tub. Beat yeah, me with, gonna, yeah, beat me with an extension cord. <laughs> I don't even have the mind for that. Okay, net. I'm at an advanced stage. Not like I'm some old man, a senior citizen, but I don't have a well or a scar basically on my body that didn't come from, like, football. I don't have busted knees or elbows, and I don't have torn up. I've seen some of my friends, man. They got legs like slaves. (laughs) And and, and the person that's supposed to love them called their mother put them shits on there. Can't wear shorts because you got that many spankings. Damn, what they beat them with a tree branch? Them fucking electric, uh, those, uh, you know, them fucking, uh, what do you call, stinching cords. Oh, my God. That shit was big in the 70s. I'm going to whip your ass. It's a whip, really. It's a whip. Yeah, I know my, my brothers and sisters got beat with the extension cord, but by the time it got to me, it was just a string. I think my sister took the most whoopings with that. So it was one extension cord that made it through? It was one extension cord that went through. Mind you, it's a 17-year age gap between me and my oldest brother. So by the time it got to me, it was just basically a string. Ah, damn, did your mother have a box that she kept it in? <laughs> Under the mattress. I oh, remember my. when I was little, I threw all my mother's shoes out the window, and I also threw the belt out the window. So you, I, you know I knew I was going to get in trouble. And she had that freaking extension cord under the mattress. But, like, it was just a string. It was it was no more cord around it. Mm-mm-mm. Whatever's on the inside. And, Jesus, I think I only got... I got punished more than I got whipped. I mean, you know, I'm 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 a big fan of uh, there has to be checks and balances. But I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I would say, and I'm not tapping myself on my pat myself on my own back. I was a really good kid. I understood, yes, sir, no, ma'am. That's how I spoke to every adult, every single adult. I was oh, very yeah. quiet. I don't know, I don't know why I, I was. I was a good kid, but when they came to like, all my cousins were called, well, aunts and uncles, auntie such and such, uncle such and such. I called everybody by their first name. No, I didn't. I and didn't. it's only me. No one else does this, but I call everyone by their first name. I uh, I was I was very respectful. I was a very quiet kid. I didn't speak much. If anything, you had to always ask me, was I all right? Because I just could not be bothered. I didn't have my first friend till I was 13 years old. 13 years old. So what you did in elementary school, there was no like... By myself. Like a go-to group of buddies or something? No, no, no. I didn't have anybody. I I played football with guys, and then I would go about my business. Just go about... I wanted my own world, and I didn't want them in it. 
first of all, I was a kid who had money. Kids who have money are always targeted by other kids, disliked by other kids. I had, when I was, uh, let me see, when I was seven or eight years old, nine years old, 10 years old, I had a $50 a week allowance. Oh, damn, yeah. I always had money. I mean, I had money to buy whatever I wanted all the time. Shit, I could go out every week and buy a brand new pair of fucking sneakers. Back then, you can get a pair of Puma Clyde for $31. And that was my mother's responsibility to buy my clothes, my mother and father. So out of that money, I would buy junk. I had the greatest wrestling magazine collection known to mankind. I had my own movie theater in my room. I had a projector. And I used to buy those fucking big reels and I would play movies in my room for my, I had, a, I had enough cousins, you know? Yeah. And I, I just didn't, I never went outside. I never played. I never played with the other kids. They didn't know who the hell I was on my block. I was just some strange kid who came in and went out, came in and went out. And besides, I would, I fight. Like I would fight too fast. I had a guy I met in third grade that uh, we went from school to school up until high school, all the way to through high school together. So I always had at least that one buddy. Yeah, I was. And then I'm the type that if I don't deal with you, I don't deal. If we was friends today, and then I moved to a different neighborhood, nine out of ten, I never saw you again. Yeah, we was um, my first friend. I met him on my block in the seventh grade. Seventh grade. We matter of fact, his brother is a very famous preacher. Uh this fucking bishop. Uh, what the fuck? Bernard E. Jordan, one of those B. E. T. Huckster uh, pastors. Yeah. Is my best friend's um, older brother. Okay. You know, his brother drives around in a fucking. Uh, a phantom Rolls Royce and lives in some $3 million fucking house in Jersey. So he's yeah. done very well shystering people out of money his whole life. Matter of fact, the first place I ever ate pork in my entire life was at my friend John's house. I, I grew up in a whole non-pork eating household. I don't think I tried pork till I was like 14 years old. Oh, wow. Well, did you like it when you tried it? Yes, I did. I was like, this pork chop is pretty fucking tasty. Where have you been my whole life? And then you tried pigeon. Oh, no, no. That was years later, and that wasn't that. (laughs) But see, now my parents wasn't happy. Now, my brother is still a non-pork eater. It's the way he was raised. He never tried it. No, it's just not for him. He's a Muslim now, so it kind of fits him. You know, he's a a non-pork eater. Me, I I tasted it. I liked it and said, fuck that, man. I'm a meat eater. I'm, I'm not, you know... Beef bacon is bullshit. I'm gonna tell you that yeah, now. So is turkey bacon. I'm yeah. like, I told me turkey bacon is chewy. Beef bacon is. I'm gonna say it straight. It's just totally bullshit. Beef bacon before. I have to try that. Hey, let me ask you a question, man. Are you playing video games right now? I should be. Um, I have four brand new video games that I have not gotten the chance to get into. It's just been. Really busy, but I am highly. Uh, uh, have you ever heard of a game called Resident Evil? Yes, I, come on. Resident yeah. Evil has got to be in yes. its uh, fifth or sixth generation or something. Yeah. Okay. So they have 
this virtual reality version of Resident Evil. And I have the Resident Evil game. I started playing at home, and this shit makes me jump. And I'm like, shit, I'm not going to play this anymore until I get this virtual reality headset. Because I'm like, if it's making me jump by sitting in a recliner playing that game, it has to scare the shit out of me with the virtual reality goggles. Mm. So I do play games, but I'm just not as... I haven't been as interested lately. It's like I don't have too much time when I get home. It's because of the kid, too. I don't want her to see certain video games. So Makes I'm like, going to wait till she go to sleep. And then by the time she go to sleep, I'm busy watching TV. Yeah, but, you know, damn, you just graduated from college. So you was busy with that. Now, what system are you using, tell the people? Um, I'm a Sony guy. I try... I know people like a lot of people like Xbox, and I have a beef with Xbox because when Microsoft developed the very first Xbox, I got it, and they had one fucking game from it. And I, ever since then, I was like, I will never give Microsoft any money for a video game again in my life, and I stuck to that. So you're playing PS4? Yeah, PS4. Okay, see, I still own a PS3. And oh, un- PS3 was actually awesome. Unfortunately, my PS3, we brought that in, I guess, 2012, 2011, something like that. I brought the PS3. My wife actually brought it for me for a Christmas gift. Like I said, this is September. I remember it was September of 2012. I went out and bought 12 video games. Oh, wow. Here it is, 2017. Almost a month, and another month, it'll be September 2017. Do you know I have never opened one of the 12 games, nor ever (laughs) played the PS3? This thing is brand new. I don't even have the, I don't even have the, uh, the, the the joysticks connected. Damn one drawer. The, 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 The games are in another drawer. And I used, I think, the PlayStation 3 for about a month in my bedroom as a, an additional, uh, 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 what the fuck is it? A mini SD drive to play movies. That's it. Oh, wow. This thing has no damage. I, and, and, and every couple of months I tell my wife, I should sell it. Oh, don't fucking sell anything I gave you. <laughs> so now I just have it sitting here unplugged. Just let you it can use it as a Blu-ray player. Huh? If you ever buy a Blu-ray, you can use it as a Blu-ray player. But you know what? I don't own one DVD anymore. All the movies and everything that I ever had, before I left New York, and this is before it was major problems or trouble, you can get any real trouble, I yeah. took every DVD that I ever owned, and this included CDs. I downloaded every fucking movie that I had. Every one of them. Now they're all digital. Every movie that I had on DVD, I said, I'm not moving from New York with boxes of... Matter of fact, I have a friend who's on my Facebook page, and he can confirm. I gave him seven boxes of movies, seven boxes of DVDs and and VCR tapes. And every one of those things, I converted to these two little... I mean, those fucking external flash drives. I mean, matter of fact, I had people sending me they're empty external flash drives, and I was putting all the movies and sending them back. 
And then I got tired of doing it because nobody would do shit for me. Yeah, and that's a job. That's a fucking job. To sit there and wait. It sometimes takes seven hours to transfer data. Especially when you're talking, we're talking 3,000 movies. Yep. I couldn't well, that get... That took like days. I've been, I've been begging people for five years to send me one fucking bottle of ketchup from... I mean, one bottle of hot sauce from New York. And supposedly nobody could find this fucking... Bo- now, I'm going to New York in less than a month. And the first thing I'm posting on Facebook is me simply in a store showing a whole aisle of these fucking the bottles hot of hot sauce. And I'm going to say thanks for nothing. What type of hot sauce is it? It's a... It's, it's one is called a Trapley, Trapley's Indie Pepper, which I think every grocery store in New York City sells. I got to Google that. I've never even heard of that. Trapley's Indie Pepper. I-N-D-I-P-P. Shit's a dollar forty fucking nine. Here I am taking the time out of my day, my electricity, then me driving to a post office. Because I, I can't just fucking walk to a post office. I got to drive to a post office. And it's not like I got it, one of those in my neighborhood. Is it different than the Chaplin's Louisiana hot sauce? Yeah, that's shit. This is a, like oh. a brownish color bottle. Some great, great cheap hot sauce. So what I did was I said, you know what? There's an old song by Billie Holiday we all heard. God bless the child has got his own. I've been ordering my hot sauce online since I've been in North Carolina. Oh, I see it. Trapley's Indie Pep. I've never seen this hot sauce. Yeah, that shit's a dollar forty nine, man. A dollar twenty nine in the store. You would figure quid pro quo. If I did something for you, you would go out of your way to do something for me. Yeah. Especially since you see me screaming about it all the fucking time. And then on top of it, I don't ask people to do shit for me for free. I was more than happy to PayPal uh, or City oh, Pay or whatever. And put the money on your book so that you would have the money for postage, handling, box to send it. So you could get uh, at jet.com, Chablis Indie Pep, Pepper Sauce, 128-ounce bottle for nine eighty four. Well, that's a big – but you know what? I'm coming to New like, York. damn, who want a 128-ounce bottle of pepper sauce? Yeah, but the thing is, who wants to turn that over your plate? You know that shit that come leaking out of there and you ain't got no dinner. <laughs> so when I'm going to Yeah, by the way, people, shit, Red Devil is shit. That's water. Yeah, yeah. Any, uh, any of those, uh, Louisiana, blah, blah, blah. Tabasco might be the best one. But what I'm doing, when I come to New York, when I rent a car, I'm actually getting supplies of things that I can't get down here. And I'm driving my ass to a UPS. And I'm having a UPS to my house. It'll, get, it'll, it'll beat me home. Oh, yeah. They have more Amazon, but they charge more than what you're paying the store. No, no, no. You know what? Like I said, I, I've i been through the water with that, so I'm kind of fine up until now because I'm so close to actually making this trip. But it was like, it was those in-between times. And I've, oh, I've actually, actually had people call me, oh, man, I'm looking all over. No, you're not, motherfucker. Don't <laughs> lie to me. But you also usually give people your sauce that you make, right? Yes, I've given pl- people my uh, sauce plenty times. Uh-oh. But I had stopped. I said, I said to myself, man, I'm not taking any more fucking requests. I'm giving you a whole library of movies, and I can't ask for one favor in return. And all it's going to cost you is a little time. It's not. I'm going to make sure that I don't cost you money. 
I don't I mean, like but damn, something called two dollars. I ain't gonna ask you. I wouldn't be the one to say, "Hey, PayPal me the two dollars." Yeah, but you know, you figure two dollars plus, let me say, let's say another ten, eight dollars, ten dollars for shipping. You know, okay, but man. so I mean, it did something. You just gotta eat. I mean, people that damn cheap. That's crazy. Yeah, but you know what? I know those type of cheap motherfuckers, man. Oh. And then try to hold it over your head. Remember that time I sent you one bottle of hot sauce? So you mean to tell me I'm in North Carolina, I can't stay at your crib for four or five days? Get the fuck oh, out I, of here. I, I remember people. Yeah, I know people. See, like that, those are the type of people I know. The same, same type of people that you help move, and the day you move, they don't come nowhere near you. They don't even call you because they're trying to duck you. Yep. But you I was out there. You was at their house at 6 o'clock in the fucking morning to help them move. Yep, definitely know that. So, man, did you watch Power yesterday? Actually, no. I'm behind. Uh, I had a really good cigar yesterday, and my head got lifted with some alcohol. And next thing I know, it was like 1 in the morning. Do you know what you were smoking? It was a... Yeah, it was, I forgot the name of it, but it was one of my friends just came back from Cuba, so she bought me a bunch of Cuban cigars. But Probably I like Romeo and Juliet. I forgot the name of it, and I left the um, the stuff up, up at my desk. Okay. But, man, that thing had me on, like, cloud 15. Yeah, don't inhale, man. I'm a smoker yeah, myself, yeah, but don't inhale. It's for puffing. Yeah. And then so I think I, I, I had one whole one in one sitting. I'm going to say absolutely positively zero about power other than it's power and power is worth watching. I'm definitely going to check it out. Check it out tonight. Uh, now let, me ask, let me ask you. Shoot. Uh, what do you think about Cutler going to Miami? Well, you know what? I'm not shocked that Cutler went to Miami because that Gage guy who's the head coach was his quarterback coach and supposedly – uh, Cutler had one of his better years as a pro. At least he, it was one of those years he only threw for like 11 interceptions. And for Cutler, that's big. No, because last I, year, I mean, it felt like he was throwing interceptions just to throw them. His name I, was like J. Pick Six Cutler. But I think that Miami has given this season up. Uh, Cutler's not the right guy. He's he's not good in the um, locker room. His demeanor the is bad. The day, not the owner. Was it the owner or the coach and said they was also considering Tim Tebow? Yeah, well, you know what? They all, Everything in Florida always considers Tim Tebow. Oh, my God, y'all. Meanwhile, Kaepernick still ain't got no damn job. You now, can consider a guy that plays softball, well, baseball? Now, Kaepernick was going to have a harder time getting a job in Miami than he would anywhere else in the league, though. That Castro Man. shirt. Is almost oh, unforgivable. Yeah. And come to find out, 35% of the residents in Miami are of Cuban descent. Yeah. So that is, he's public enemy number one in Miami to begin with. That was too high a mountain for him to climb. So what do you <laughs> think about this Cutler deal? Oh, I don't Cutler just came. Cutler sounded like he quit on football when he made his retirement speech, and he was like, uh, "I just don't feel it anymore. I'm going into the booth or whatever." But someone offered you ten million dollars, and you're like, uh, "I'm gonna try football again." 
Yeah, you know what? Cutler should have been doing this for the money. He made a shitload of money in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, now I think $10 million for one year for Cutler, I got to see how that works out. Me personally, this is the last thing I'm going to say about Cutler because I, I, did, I did forget it, and it was a part of my point. I think that Jay, in this instance, did a dumbass move. Nobody said the Booth job is going to be waiting for him next year. Yeah. I would have took the Booth job, kept my brain unscrambled, say, you know what, I'm pretty good right here. My wife's happy this shit is over. Fuck it, I'm out of, I'm out of football. That's it, it's over. Yeah. Especially since that Booth job, think about it, you could do that Booth thing for 20 years, you ain't going to get hurt. 20 years and you, it opens you up to other uh, different lanes that you can get into. Exactly, man. That's that's sweet, man. That's sweet money. I always tell people, look at, I said, use Michael Strahan as an example. He does that show on Fox. Also, Terry Bradshaw does that show on Fox. And they also, he has a bunch of other form of endorsement. I never really see the other two, though. Yeah, well, Howie, shit, Howie's in Sketches commercials. Oh, okay. You know, Howie don't need as much money. His Both of his sons are rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it helps when your children are multimillionaires. You ain't got to work to fucking support them and their kids. So, yeah. you know, Howie's like, you know what? I, between my pension, the money I made, and this Fox gig, I'm good. Good to go. Look, did you work, what you work, 17 weeks? Yeah, 17 weeks. A, a, a Sunday, 17 Sundays. Yeah, and, and, unless you do some playoff games. Yeah. You know, and then then you fucking golf in the rest of the year, playing with your grandchildren. That's a sweet job to have, man. I gotta ask you a question. Shoot. Your favorite all-time TV show and movie? Oh, my favorite TV show might be Friday Night Lights. That was like one of my one of the best TV shows I've. And it only lasts like five seasons. I've never seen an episode. Yeah, that's when um, Cal Chandler became a household name. I think it would have been better, but I, I believe women thought it was solely about football. And they didn't invest the time into it, but it was. I thought that was a great show. Uh, what is yours? My favorite TV show of all times, and I'm embarrassed to say that I've seen it now in its entirety, I think at least 10 times is Oz. Oh, Oz is awesome. I've seen Oz from beginning to end at least 10 different times. And my wife says I'm insane. She said, you're insane, but I do this. Now, my favorite movie of all time is True Romance. Nothing comes close. Oh, wow. Nothing comes really close. I don't know if I have a favorite movie. I mean, I have multiple. Even with the TV shows, I have different genres of TV shows, so it's really hard to compare. Same thing with movies. But the movie that I watch, anytime it's on TV, I can first of all I can watch any like action movie that's like a Face Off or Rambo. Those I like action. But if I had to think, movie wise, that it comes on, I feel like every Sunday. That gets me to watch Armageddon. I it's not even a great movie, but for I some don't reason think it is. Armageddon is on. Is that I Tom Cruise? 
Uh, no, uh, Bruce Willis. Okay. Him and Ben Affleck. Okay. I don't know what it is with with that movie's on. It always caps, captures me on TNT to sit there and watch it. And I hate fucking hate commercials. And me, personally, it's easy. My OCDs won't even let me lie about what my favorite movies are. <laughs> I've seen, like I said, True Romance is number one. Number two for me. Well, see, UFC is my favorite episodic TV show next to Raw on television. All right. All right. But oh, I, active show? Yeah, it could be any kind of show. Now, see, my second movie would be, and this is kind of insane, is The Wall by Pink Floyd. I've seen that movie, and I'm not lying. I wish I was lying because I wouldn't sound sick. I've seen that movie over 500 times. Oh, damn. I don't think I've seen that movie. There was a time, me and my roommate, I guess we had lost our minds, and we had lost our minds at the same exact time. Every night, around 930, you come home from work, I come home from work, eat, bathe, talk to your women, whatever, sit down with some marijuana and some fucking beer and watch The Wall. We did this 365 straight days. Damn. Now, that's 365 days, so that's 365 times. I must have watched it 150 times on my own. I, I got to the point where I know every word every action, everything that's going to happen before it happens. We used to be able to line up the album with the movie because there's really only like 10 words spoken in the whole movie. It's all song. Oh, wow. It's a, it's a, but the song tells the story of what you want. It's like a music video. It's the world's longest music video. You figure... It's not like a West Side Story, though, right? Hell no. See, I don't do musicals. Okay. <laughs> that that fucking dancing for no reason in the middle of the street. If you want to see somebody run in the opposite direction, just start fucking breaking into a Broadway musical dance step oh, in the middle of like, like a Bollywood movie. Yes. Yeah, Have you ever watched any Bollywood movie? Yeah. Uh yeah, the same one everybody did. Uh oh, Slumdog. That's the only one. Uh, <laughs> were, I'm sorry. I love uh, you know Indian people are pretty cool. But two things I don't want is I don't want their fucking movies, I don't want their music, and I don't want their food. So that's I three things. I watched a Bollywood movie that was pretty good. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of the movie, they broke out into a song and dance. I'm like, this is a very serious movie. Where the hell did this part come from? And like they just threw it in there. Because it's it's a prerequisite. And me personally, <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm just, I just think about that. I, I have yet to see West Side Story. I've yet to see The Wizard of Oz. I'm 50 years old. I've never years, seen The West Side Story. I'm you never saw The Wizard of Oz? Old. I've never seen The Wiz. Wait, The Wizard of Oz or The Wiz? Neither one of them. Oh, my God. You got to watch The Wizard of Oz. No. See, cause they, but they singing and dancing, ain't they? They I mean, just hopping around a, the street singing and dancing. There's not a lot of it. Come on, it's The Wiz. They had a whole fucking album. Oh, The Wiz, oh, the wiz is different. The Wiz is different. But I, I said The Wizard of Oz. No, see, listen. The Wiz is, to me, the Wiz is shit. I mean, I saw the Wiz live on Off Broadway, which I love because I like Stephanie Mills. But the TV show, I mean, the movie, I thought it sucked. No, I, um, I can't, I can't stomach that shit, man. I just musicals. 
just fucked me up because it doesn't make any sense to me. So you want to go see like a Hamilton or? Hell no, you couldn't drive me. You could, you could get me to go see Hamilton one way. Somebody shoots me with some kind of narcotic. I pass out. You dress me. You put me in the seat, and I wake up there. Oh, so no Broadway shows at all. Hell oh, no, no Broadway man, musical. no Broadway. See, that's that's where me and my wife differ. I will go to Broadway, a play. A play is different. Yeah. I'll go see a play in a heartbeat. I love a play. It's just like I like rap, but I kind of hate poetry, even though I oh. know that they can borderline on each other. But once you start, you know, and then I, 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 was, I don't want to hear that shit, man. You know, and then the brother said, why would he whip my ball? Fuck you, man. I don't want to hear your bullshit. So as soon as, as soon as a black man is like, you know, I'm talking to Net, and then the next thing is, oh, Net, 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 get the fuck out, man. I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to, I'm not. You lost me. You lost me at the first song. Now, one thing that I am going to say that I am tremendously jealous of, I am jealous of all parents. I wanted to see all these fucking cartoon movies. And as a man, I cannot do it. You can go by yourself? No, I'm saying at home I can't even do it. What? Oh, man, Wreck-It Ralph is a classic. I want to see Sing, can't see it. I want to see Boss Baby, can't watch it. I want to see Cars, can't watch it. But you watch uh, adult car animated shows. Yeah, see, but I, you know what? What You have to be an irresponsible parent to sit down on Sunday and watch Family Guy with your child. <laughs> you know but what I, mean? I like that these kids watching SpongeBob, so I'm like... See, I don't know what the fuck is going on in SpongeBob, but I, it it seems it still seems childish, not like grown up stuff. Man, I'm telling you, check out Wreck-It Ralph because it was a. I think it played like it honored like the old video games like we grew up with Pac-Man, Centipede, stuff like that. I actually went to go see that in the movie theater when it came out the first week it came out by myself. And I, I did feel like a little creep because the only seat that was open was the last seat. It was a single seat, and it was the last seat in the last row of the movie theater. Yeah, that is the creep seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm See, and I had this conversation with my wife today, right? Like, she had asked me a question. She's seen somebody who grew up, and he used to be on Family Matters. And she says, you remember him from Family Matters? And I was like, I didn't watch Family Matters. You never I, even I, watched Family Matters? I don't. I couldn't stomach no fucking Urkel. That was. I was. That was insulting to me. So but I when, think when when Family Matters first started, Urkel wasn't even really on it. He might have been on like three episodes. Well, as soon as I seen that Urkel guy, I never watched it. And then uh, on top of it, I seen. Um, so she, I said, naturally, I never seen the one with the two twins. Oh, sister, sister. No, no, no. The two little white girls that grew up and they kind of bizarre looking now. Oh, oh, Full House. Okay, so she was like, you know what? As a as a as a man, you wasn't really supposed to watch Full House, not by yourself. You know, yeah. you don't come home from work a grown ass man and say, let me turn on Full House. And see, that's the way yeah. I feel about these cartoon movies. Like, I'm not supposed to be. That's like a world I'm not supposed to be seeing. Uh. <laughs> 
Wait, and I know it's crazy. Perfect Strangers? Who? Perfect Strangers. Who the hell is Perfect Strangers? Oh, my God. This is one of my greatest comedies. I love Perfect Strangers. Is that Belky? You know, yeah, with Balky. Oh, yeah, I watched that. Oh, okay, okay. But okay. I, see, Net, because of our age difference, I spent about two days at home in the whole 80s. And they were both because I was hungover. Okay, and this is no, this is the time before DVR. Yeah, yeah. And you, well, now you know you could go to the store or you could download the complete seasons of all these shows. They catch up on them. All listen, 80 shows. I didn't watch all of the Cosby's until 2016. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of that. Uh, I didn't, people get on me all the time. I didn't watch all of Martin, all of Cosby. And I may have not seen any of different worlds. I was outside, you might as well say, every day of the 80s. That was my that was my growing up time. And when I was growing up, I was like, you know what? I just came home from the Navy. First of all, I spent the beginning of the, na- in, uh, the 80s in the Navy. So there's no fucking TV. It didn't exist. I didn't know what the <laughs> fucking A-team or any of this crap but was. But you've seen, like, Good Times, Jefferson, and stuff like that. Sure. That was, See, like, the, yeah. in the 70s. I was still stuck in the fucking house. I didn't have, I didn't have the room to run or the money in the pocket to go anywhere. All right. But as soon as I was independent, I was like, man, you could have actually. I'm like the hipsters today. You could have took my TV out of my house. The only thing that I was gonna guarantee to watch was Saturday night. I, if I was home, I was gonna turn by WOR, good old New York WOR Channel Nine. Before it became like CB or WB or whatever the fuck, and I watched the WWWF. Oh, damn, that's when they had the three W. Yep, I would watch that. And that shit came on late night, one hour only, once a week, at 11.30 at night. So if you didn't catch it then, you didn't get to see it again until next week. You know, so... I mean, I, the days I, I, wrestlers will slap you for calling wrestling fake. I grew up, I also grew up in an era that where the fucking TV went off at two o'clock in the morning. So when oh. we came home, there was no TV. That's why we were the record playing generation. We had to have some kind of entertainment. So you put on music late at night. Yeah. You know, like Kevin Hart didn't exist, but Richard Pryor. A Richard Pryor album is what you would put on. Nowadays, you could just fucking flick and see Kevin or, or your favorite comedian do yeah, their thing. Netflix. That shit didn't exist, Even though man. Kevin is, Netflix just did something great. They came out, they're giving comedians a lot of money now to come out with their stand-up. And Kevin Hart has something coming out. It's like a, a channel that's going to be all comedians. Like, oh, that's that's right. cool because I always feel like comedians, if they don't blow up, it's very rare you're going to hear from them. And I feel like Netflix is giving them a platform, and now Kev Hart is giving them a platform. I, these unknown comedians, uh, people are going to at least give them some visibility. I'm hoping, the only thing I can say is that I'm hoping that it's just not friendship and that it's actually based on the funny. Because oh yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hoping that as well. Because I, I I don't want to come down on any brother, but I gave this James Davis a try, this hood of Jason. 
And it seems oh. like he's doing a really bad version of a Seinfeld, a bad version. And oh. he has not made me laugh. So I had to bail on this dude. And I really wanted to give this brother a chance. You know, like I, I checked out. Netflix had a few with like Ali Wong, the guy from the Carmichael show. I think his name is Lil Ray or something like that. It was actually decent. I try to watch comedy shows with people that I wouldn't normally go see. If you can make I, me laugh, then I'll watch it. But like the Amy Schumer, I don't find her funny at all. Yeah, I like that. I kind of like the Indian guy. Oh, he, uh, wait, Aziz, Aziz Azari or the other Yes, Indian yes. Guy? It was one Indian guy. Oh, have you ever watched Trevor Noah's show? Uh, you know what? The I Daily was, Show. I was taping that, and I would watch. But the only thing I really would watch was, I guess, his the beginning. Because All the right, interview happened so fast. Yeah, in the beginning is like 10 minutes. But he has an Indian correspondent that has a stand-up. And I thought it was pretty decent. Just can't remember his name. So I, I, I watched that. As a matter of fact, I taped it. I think he only comes on like Monday through Thursday. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, the Daily Show I taped because I didn't used to watch with Jon Stewart. Yeah, me neither. And I don't watch any of the late-night talk hosts. None of them. I watch... I tend to watch Fallon, but that's maybe because I always watch Jay Leno and just so happen Fallon took over the show. Well, see, if, if Fallon does something spectacular, it filters to like that. You got to see it on YouTube and I'll find it. I mean, like oh, yeah, Yahoo, definitely. Yahoo will front page it. Like, did you see Fallon uh, singing with uh, uh, Elder Idris? That type of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You know, I just want to see his skits because he doesn't always make me laugh. And I'm not sticking there for an uh, hour, hour and a half with that bullshit. Uh, I just got an alert from StubHub that they now have McGregor Mayweather tickets on sale. For what, $3,500? Um, I, I didn't click on the price yet, but uh, let's see. One ticket. Let's see what they're going for. If you want... Section 226, which is, I guess, in the 200 series, $1,800. Let me see the best value ticket. Floor A, $19,850. Okay. <laughs> but $1,800 will get you in the house. Yeah, $1,800 will get you at the rooftop because this arena only goes up to Section 200. Oh, wow. Wow. See, but that's a come down. Remember a show or two ago, we was talking about this fight, and I was letting everybody know that they wanted $3,500 for the cheapest tickets. Yeah. $3,500. So 18 is almost a half come down. Yeah, they definitely got to do something, because a lot of people have been talking about uh, it not being respectful to boxing. A lot of boxing elite people are saying that. So I don't know if you're going to get a lot of boxing fans. I think people are going to come out for for to see a spectacle. And I don't know how many people is going to pay $100 for this fight. Yeah, you know what? Especially when a month or so later, you can see Canelo versus Triple G. Yep. And Two real thumpers. Two real thumpers. And if somebody get caught and clocked out in a minute, you say, hey, well, that shit happens in boxing. Yep. 
I see a lot of bars having Mayweather, Mayweather versus McGregor, a lot of fight parties. I'm going on record. I still don't think it's going to do the Manny Pacquiao Mayweather numbers, but I could be wrong. But right now, I don't think it's it's going to pass Mayweather Pacquiao. Well, I'm going to predict. I'm going to have to piggyback on yours and just add one thing. I am telling you, I've been saying this for the longest. That shit is going to break Cody's back. Oh, yeah. Cody <laughs> is going to have all-time numbers on 826. And if not 826, people will wait for the fucking replay on 827 during the early morning hours. And Cody is going to have record numbers of people clocking into Cody. Yeah, I know my friends are like, oh, we should set it, set it up and watch it outside. I was like, unless you have on strong Wi-Fi, I don't think the, I don't think it's going to work because on a regular cell phone connection. Because I think you're going to need, ser- they're going to have to have servers upon servers for this fight. Yes. Hey, but you want to know something? There's such funny laws out of England for pay-per-views that are different than us. And that fucking sports net, whatever the fuck they got over there, if you can get feeds, I mean, because think about it. They are doing this to every pay-per-view known to man. Oh, yeah. Sky Sports, that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah, Sky Sports. And, 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 okay, the only difference is you don't get the announcers that you get in America. So if, yeah, you, yeah. if it's UFC, you don't hear Joe Rogan. Or yeah. if it's Showtime, you don't hear uh, Max Kellerman. But it's yeah, the same Yeah, one time I got it was a guy with a British accent. I'm like, oh, I just, whatever. We played music. <laughs> while the fight was on. Yeah, I, I I got caught with one like that. I was like, where the fuck is Joe Rogan's voice? Who's this dickhead? But I was like, <laughs> you know what? This is a pay-per-view. You know, and, and this is a better than standard death quality. I yep. can watch this. Well, Ned, wrap us up, brother. As always, folks, you can catch us on YouTube. As I said earlier, we're going on hiatus for a week or two. You can catch us on YouTube at Netboy Doc. We have over 40 episodes for you to uh, enjoy. You can also find us on iTunes now. And you can follow us on all of the social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Netboy Doc. Well, this is Doc here on behalf of our world with Netboy and Doc. I'm just going to tell you people, peace.